Hi everybody and welcome to another Stationary Freaks podcast with myself Rob Lambert and of course me Helen Nazowski. And in today's episode we're actually going to be talking about journaling, sort of like the art of journaling and you know maybe why you would journal and some of the benefits and some of the reasons why it's actually pretty tricky. Now if you've listened to any of the previous podcasts you'll know that I'm a big fan of journaling and it's taken me a long time to make it a habit. And Helen I know it's a brand new year, you start a new job and you know, those two things, you've always suggested that people start journaling when you start a new job, but also for the start of a year. Are you journaling? Journaling is not something that I'm gifted with. I am a massive proponent of journaling at the beginning of a new job. So anybody who ever comes and works with me will know that I say, keep a journal, keep a journal. Um, and, and always keep it for much longer than you think you need to, because it's really great for looking at how you uh, maybe make assumptions and for what you, looking at what you used to think versus what you think now very good for getting your head in order and to help you process all that stuff that you get when you're first thinking of a new job you get overwhelmed with information what i've never done well rob <laughs> is journal at a new year however i have taken on the new year challenge and i am going to have a go at journaling and it's not something i'm really good at so i was hoping to ask you some questions about how you journal and maybe other people would be interested too because you've journaled for years am I right? Yeah on and off so only probably last year 2020 did I actually make it a pretty much a daily habit and um, the year before it was mm, sporadic probably every other day and um, the year before that probably every weekend or so so I've, I've slowly sort of built it into a what is probably a daily habit now sometimes I journal maybe twice a day maybe sometimes three times a day and we'll come into some of the reasons why so yeah definitely it's something that's uh, been very very helpful for me. So is that a deliberate choice to move from random days to definitely daily i i was actively trying to do it but it, it's a you know i'm not gonna lie to the audience here it's an insanely difficult habit to develop and there's probably a number of reasons which hopefully we'll cover in this podcast so when i was probably journaling every other day i knew it was beneficial it was cathartic it was um it was good i felt positive for doing it but i just couldn't develop that habit you know life just gets in the way and i think with 2020 obviously it was a very difficult year there's a pandemic probably had a little bit more time on my hands than i normally do and obviously i'm at home so there's no commute and there was probably more opportunities and reasons to journal which enabled me to turn it into pretty much a daily habit from i'd say probably february of 2020 onward that developing of a habit what was it that what, what did you put in place to, to get that to be a habit? what what How did you build it? One of the things that really spurred me on was I bought a copy of The Daily Stoic. So if you've not heard of that book, oh, it's really? by yes. uh, Ryan uh, Holiday and Stephen Hanselman. And it's a wonderful book. It's a new Stoic lesson every day, basically. So you could just reuse it every year. I mean, it's it's such a great book. And one of the, the traits or one of the habits that the Roman and, well, let's say Stoic philosophers had was this art of journaling, this reflection. And it really sort of, I guess, spurred me on to consider why am I not doing this daily if these, you know, great Roman emperors and, you know, these people who've achieved way more than I have in my life found this such a therapeutic thing. And actually, when you look at meditations from Marcus Aurelius, it's actually his journal. You know, he never wrote it to be published. It was just messages and thoughts to himself. And so I sort of tried to turn that into a routine. And if you've listened to any of the other podcasts, you'll know that I'm a big fan of time blocking, calendar scheduling, basically. And so I looked at the calendar and I thought, well, when's the best time to do this? So I turned it into a morning habit. Now, I'm a light sleeper, insomniac, and as you know, Helen, <laughs> I, 
I've never really had a good night's sleep in my entire life. So I'm awake early. So I figured, well, 5.45, sit down, make myself a cup of coffee and put my sad lamp on, which is, you know, great in the winter and just journal for, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever I could do. And it just became this daily thing. Just sit down, morning coffee, sit down with a journal. And that's what enabled me to turn it into a habit. But also that, you know, there's a routine and it's in my calendar and it's something that I'm going to try and commit to. I'm really interested. So I wanted to do this. I wanted to do uh, a journaling habit, but I have this issue of I sit down in front of a blank piece of paper and you'll know I have many blank pieces of paper as most digital <laughs> freaks do. But I'm then kind of overwhelmed with what do I write? I feel like a six-year-old about to sit and write what I did on my holidays. I went to the beach. I did. What, what do you write? How do you, how do you deal with the blank page? This is really where I think... In order to sort of build the habit, you need to have those prompts, as I would call them. And they're going to be different for different people. And I've experimented with a number of them. Now, there's this concept called the morning pages. And I think if you go to sort of uh, juliacameronlive.com, I think she was the person that invented the morning pages, which is really just about what you said. You open a blank piece of paper and you just write. And the goal is to write, I think, like three or four pages of anything, whatever comes to your mind. I mean, it's you know, it could be ideas, it could be just what you're going to do that day. And a lot of people swear by that. But I struggled with that, because that was a blank page. And what did I put, you know, it didn't make sense. It didn't feel like I was achieving anything other than empty in my head, which might have been a good thing. So for me, I started to focus on gratitude. When I first started the habit, what I would do is I would list three things that I was insanely grateful for. Now, this sounds a bit airy-fairy and a bit fluffy, but actually the science behind gratitude is actually quite strong and quite compelling. And when we list the things that we're sort of grateful for, then we can start to appreciate what we have, which is a good thing. So I started there and I would just list three things I was grateful for. And that soon sort of turned into, you know, three things I'm grateful for, plus what am I going to do that day, which is, is more about what I use my journal for now in the morning. Um, and that quickly sort of turned into the sort of stoic influence again, which was to put your day up for review. So what I would do is list three things I'm grateful for. I'd list a rough plan of what I'm trying to do that day, you know, just maybe three or four things with maybe a timeline of events. Then I would put yesterday up for a review. So I would reflect on, was I the right person? Did I really do what I wanted to do? Uh, could I have done something different? Did I say the right things? Did I make any mistakes? It became this sort of therapeutic piece, which was really where I then started to see the value of this for me. And that definitely ties in with your reflection. You use the word reflection there, and that's exactly what you were referring to Marcus Aurelius doing. He was using his journal as a reflection. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it was Seneca that talked about putting his day up for review when his wife went to bed in the evening. He would sit down in the evening and journal and he would put his day up for review. Almost all of the sort of really inspiring people from history kept journals. And so there's something with it. And so I started to investigate. There's loads of research and we can include some of that in the show notes. But it really does help you reflect and deal with difficult moments. Like, I mean, the pandemic's obviously been pretty uh, traumatic for a number of reasons for a number of people. And so journaling does allow you to sort of work through those problems as well as reflect on whether you've been who you want to be. Now, the key thing here is it's really difficult to reflect on whether you were who you wanted to be and who you needed to be if you don't know what that looks like. And so that was also something that I started doing last year was I basically got a list of 10, I call them behaviors of what I want 
to be if I was my ideal person. Now, this is very difficult to live up to, and it's sort of like almost like an ideal sage, a sort of perfect Rob, if you want to put it that way. And I very rarely meet that perfect Rob because, frankly, we're human. We've got emotions and things can, can overwhelm us. But that then became the focus of the journal, which was here's what I want to try and live up to every day. And did I achieve that? And that was the reflection piece for me. That's really where the essence of the benefit comes from, isn't it? It's about understanding yourself better. And I think that's what I've hoped to get out of the journal. I've used it in when I started new companies. I've encouraged other people to use it when they start new companies. But I've never been able to translate that. So I have taken this new year and I've set myself in a challenge. So every day I have given myself four little prompts. They're very, very super easy. So what's gone well today? What would I like to do over again if I got the chance? What do I need to forgive myself for? So I beat myself up intellectually quite a lot about the mistakes I've made. So I had this habit years ago, actually, when we worked together, I would get on a train after I'd worked with you. Well, please don't take that that way. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I would sit down and the first thing I did was, okay, just think about what you've done today and what do you need to forgive yourself for? Because there's always something. The last thing is, is what what action am I going to take to make make myself a bit better tomorrow you know what 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 is it that I need to do or stop doing um, how can I make um, the good stuff stick and the bad stuff uh, lessen so I'm going to give that a go and I'm on about day four now I think so uh, we'll see how it goes I mean, yeah, it's a, still a bit of a chore if I'm honest you know, sometimes it does feel like a chore for myself. And, you know, sometimes I, I, I might not actually journal. So if it doesn't feel like there's anything I want to actually work through. Um, I mean, today I journaled at like 11 o'clock and in the morning. And the reason I did it at 11 o'clock in the morning, even though I'd already done it, was because I, fe- I was stuck. And I was stuck on, you know, I have this sort of, I've got too many projects. We've got the stationary freaks. I've got a management <laughs> consulting. I've got this parent brain podcast. I've got too much stuff and I and I was sort of stuck as to where each of them had a place in my life and whether I should drop one or two of them so I grabbed the journal just wrote you know I'm stuck what do I do and then I was able to sort of free write I guess and work through that sort of mental distress to align each one for you know why I was doing it you know what's the reason for doing it and afterwards great I've got a solution I've got a plan which I can move forward for and I can keep coming back to that. I drew a little picture actually in that that page and come back to yeah. that and go, this is why I'm doing it. And this is where they all fit in with each other. And so that was just a moment where I got stuck and I just grabbed the, the journal. So when are you actually doing yours? Are you in the morning or evening? Or? No, so I'm doing mine on the evening because I'm doing it as a reflection of, of kind of the day, exactly as you described it. I'm doing it as a reflection of how's my day gone. The idea of morning pages, I I could see how... That's quite similar to what I do with my little bullet journey. I had a friend recently call it my uh, flower fairy journal because uh, she couldn't think of the words and that's what it was in her head. It sounds about right. Only mildly insulting. I knew you'd enjoy that. So yeah, my bullet journaling in the morning, that planning, that uh, lining up your day and getting your purpose sorted out, that's what I do. And I can see how that process could easily expand into something that resembles your morning pages idea but that's a step too far for me right now I just you know baby steps all about habits build habits in tiny increments and build on stuff you've already got so right now I'm going to bed I'm reading my um, daily stoic interestingly enough I've started that again this year and so I read that and then I uh, reflect on my day I have to be honest it is day four or whatever we're at it's not many days it's a bit of a chore 
I'm not enjoying it. I haven't found it in any way useful. However, I am also aware that, you know, I'm going to give up sooner or later, probably. So the longer I can do it, the more likely I am to see a benefit. And the biggest problem I think lots of people have is what the hell do I write? And you've given some brilliant ideas there, some brilliant pointers for, do you know what? It doesn't really matter. But I think the idea of having some preset prompts that you at least intend to answer each day when you're new is probably quite a good framework to hang this on. There's tons of inspiration and, and people use it for different reasons. And, and I guess it depends what problems you're trying to work through or, or the reasons for doing it. Um, somebody that's really interesting to me is Austin Cleone. So yeah, I think you yeah. know of him. He's he written the books, you know, show your work and steal like an artist. And if you do a search for him on the internet and just do Austin Cleone journal or diary or logbook, as he tends to call it, you'll find that he's got a very different style. He's, you know, he cuts pictures out of newspapers and magazines and is quite creative. But his earlier journals were just pictures, you know. So, for example, he'd draw a picture of a coffee cup and said, went for coffee yeah. at this. A picture of a swimming pool, went for a swim. And, and it's just a logbook of what he'd done during the day, which, you know, maybe that's what people want to use it for. Equally, when we look at sort of like Marcus Aurelius's meditations, it's about him working through the challenges that he faced as the emperor of the of the, the Roman Empire. I mean, that was yeah. a pretty daunting job, no doubt. <laughs> uh, it's certainly, uh, certainly more um, thrilling and exciting and difficult than it is running a podcast. But he um, was working through the challenges he faced, you know, the people that were mingling in things they didn't need to be, the rude and ignorant people, and how he was dealing with them. And And I guess really for me, the stoic thing is what's in my control and what's not. That's yes. the key bit that, that stands out to me is, is this in my control? And for me, journaling has been able to work through those things, you know, those people that have been rude or, or upset me or hurt me. Can I control that? No, I, I don't need to worry about it. And I can journal that thought so I can get it out of my head. And for me, that's really what I use journaling for is to work through issues and to try and be more calm and more in tune with what I can control versus what I can't. So for me, that's really, really helpful. It's almost like a replaying of some of the points of the day. If I did this again, what, you know, what do I know now? What have I learned? What can I think about in the, you know, cold, separated, apart from, you know, emotionless point of view? Why did that happen? How did that happen? What would have been a more useful way of reacting, perhaps? All of those, that kind of retrospective really i mean it's it's really essentially that isn't it how how can i it learn is, yeah. from what's what i've done how can i learn that how i'd like to have it to have happened and what does that tell me about who i am who is this the person i want to be almost i think it's really interesting it doesn't feel like on day five though that i'm close to that to be fair you know you heard what i was saying it took me two years to to turn yeah. this into a daily habit and i think really only when i started to work through the issues and use it you know it, I, I was originally probably using it as a logbook. did this did that had a good day this was nice and that was great and in some respects that's part of the process and i was listening to chase jarvis today on his youtube channel talking about when he looks back in his journal it's, it sort of almost shows the process that he's been through of growing his business, growing his brand, growing him as a person. And that journey is something that you can go back and have a look at and see how he's got better at dealing with stuff. And again, that's, that's sort of really important. I think that's a really powerful use of a journal. I'd really be interested to know how other people find starting a journal. Have you, you know, people, when you start a journal, is that how long did you stick with it? What were the prompts that you gave yourself? How did you deal with that blank page? 
have you seen a benefit? All of those are really super interesting questions. So this is a show about stationery. So what are you it using is. for your what are you using for your journal? What's your stationery of choice? <laughs> so the stationery of choice is a really lovely um, notebook. It's ring spiral bound notebook, navy blue covers like cardboard covers, and then this kind of like milky coffee color pages lined. Um, and it was a random purchase, I think, from I don't know TK Maxx or somewhere like that years ago and it's been on my little shelf we all have a little shelf i think we've decided of all these lovely stationery books uh, lined up waiting for purpose so i pulled that one out and used it so it's been nice to use it for something i feel i'm not doing it justice <laughs> oh, you will you gotta you just gotta keep going with it haven't you oh, and i was gonna um, say the other thing i'm doing is the paper mate flare so those felt tips we talked about uh, on a recent podcast yeah. And you made me go and dig out and load in really bizarre colours that I had that, you know, you, you get a pack of them and there are three of them you'll use and the other six are pointless. So I'm using one of the other six. So it's a nice, funky kind of muddy purple colour, which is, you know, but I like the felt tip to write in. What about you? What do you write in yours? So I'm using a, a straightforward moleskin A6. We've really got to get better on our A-levels. Um, I'm going to look that up next week. Yeah, I think it's an A6, yeah, which my wife bought me for Christmas, which is lovely. It's a nice green one, actually, a really nice green cover. So as with all journals every year, start of the new year, is I write down a painted picture. And this is important, actually, to the art of journaling because the painted picture for me is sort of, you know, what, I really kind of want not in in the sense of a journey and a destination because I don't believe that life is a journey or a destination but it's a painted picture of me as a sort of achieving my goals you know doing the work that I want to do and that's really important that painted picture has been really powerful for me and then the following page is the ideal Rob so this is a list of the behaviors if I was the perfect person then I list the 2021 goals the year of which I've got way too many I've got 21 which is a bit (laughs) a bit ridiculous but (laughs) we'll see and the cool thing about goals and the interesting thing going back to the stoic piece is they are all within my control the effort to produce these things is within my control the outcomes not necessarily so that's really important so when I do the journaling I have a quick read of these three pages the painter picture the ideal rob and then the goals and in a sense, that gives me the prompt to do the journaling. Did I do what I needed to do? Was I the perfect person? You know, am I on the path to my painted picture, so to speak? And that's what fills the first three pages of every journal that I create, basically. I'm using at the moment a Pentel Energy Gel pen, which is quite nice. Because I did find that the fountain pen bled through the moleskin pages, which it didn't do in my last one, but it did in this one. So Tell you what, moleskin's not the way to go if you're using an ink pen. One day I'll be able to combine (laughs) the two things. That sounds really cool. I actually think we ought to perhaps have a conversation on setting goals and how, because you and I both are big on this. I have to say 21 is a little bit excessive, but um, that idea of, it's another stoic idea, this idea of always having... um, a destination to aim for you may not get there but that idea of heading in a direction on purpose rather than just drifting through your life yeah. it doesn't matter if you change your mind and you change your direction but you need to have a direction otherwise you know everyone else is setting that direction for you and i really think that goal setting perhaps should be a conversation we have Rob. it's always amazing how we underestimate what we can get done in a year and so whenever you get people to set goals for what they want to do in a year, even if you tell them to think wildly, they will always have them done by June, July. 
in my experience, that's exactly everyone was yeah. done by June, fifth, July when we did it. If two, three years, if they've set them correctly. And what I find is most people set goals that are completely outside of their control. And then like a pandemic comes along and, and there you go. You know, that 200 grand they were going to make this year is has gone out the window. But um, <laughs> yes, I think we can we can do a session on what we would do. And, and this is actually, you know, one thing we are trying to do here with Stationary Freaks is actually create stuff that's transferable into the world of work. And that goals one is absolutely Yes. I mean, goal setting in the world of work is just horrendous. I mean, I see some awful goals that businesses are setting. It's just shocking. And so hopefully when we do that episode, you'll be able to take that and put that into the world of work as well. So right then, Helen, um, anything else you want to mention about journaling? No, but it's good for you. Do it. Just stick with it. It's um, and, and you've got to just try and mix it up like you're doing, you know, try and get those prompts, try something different until you find the one that feels right. And I think you'll know when that moment hits you, when you sit down and you actually enjoy journaling. Yeah, I think I'm going to be, it's going to be a bit like your feelings towards bullet journaling. I think that will rob, but I'm going to stick with it for a while, give it as long as I can. Benefits yeah, definitely I, are worth the effort. Yeah, I gave bullet journaling a whole, you know, focus of oh, at least 10 minutes. So. You didn't do it properly and yes 10 minutes would be generous it's rubbish <laughs> and on that note on that note thanks very much Helen enjoyed this one I hope you've enjoyed this and um, please let us know and um, please let us know what you'd like us to talk about and you know hit that like button subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and please feel free to share it with any fellow stationary freaks so Helen I'll see you in the next episode yes bye